This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, I got the thumbs up from Al. So, Al, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, the uh, 1027... Uh, I don't know if they're WNEW anymore. They used to be I when, so. I, when I was uh, there. Maybe they are. They may have know. switched back, but uh, 1027 Morning Show was in here taping something with Boomer, and I was going to mock them for, you know, it's kind of like corny morning show humor, except I'm pretty sure they're beating us in the ratings, so I didn't. I'd let it go? I was going to, yeah, I was going to say, like, this corny show, and then, uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll say hilarious. It's a hilarious show. It's a Jerry. hilarious, well-listened-to show. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure what to do about this, Jerry. I want, you have animals. You have two cats. I have two cats. So my dog this morning is uh, when I... Everything was good yesterday, last night. Went on a nice long walk. Got up this morning. Took her for a walk. She was limping. Hmm. But I couldn't even tell which leg it was. Yeah. And then uh, she would be moving along pretty good, then limp a little bit. I couldn't... Whatever. So I... The dog walker texted me. She said, "Your dog's limping." I was like, "Damn it!" I, I was she hoping was going that, to the vet today. I was well. That's what I mean. Like, do I take her to the vet or yes. just let let it work itself out? No, this is going to be the vet. This is going to be X rays. This is going to cost you a thousand dollars. X rays. Yeah, they got to take a look at the leg. Oh, I got pet insurance, Jerry. Well, good. Then you're perfect. Then you're good to go. I wouldn't fool around with it. Just really? to make sure there's nothing wrong with her, or there's not a parasite in the leg, or just anything. <laughs> When when she came uh, back in from the walk this morning, I was uh, like, um, looks like you're grabbing on her legs, Jerry, and like, looks like almost, you're milking a nipple. I did oh. not milk her. Oh, I hope not. I was lightly squeezing her legs and paws, and okay. I got no reaction from her. Well, that's a good thing, but it doesn't right. mean she's still not bothered by something, right? I a hundred percent would call now and see if you can get an appointment for later. She did Especially run if pet insurance. Jeez, she did run a hundred eighty nine races in her dog racing right. so career, she could which have is tendinitis. a lot. Right, there could be something developing. There could be some inflammation that they could give you an antibiotic for, and bang, be done or with whatever. It. Not in you know an anti inflammatory. Anti inflammatory. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't fool around because then you create a bigger problem for yourself. Right, and now it's like one of these situations, like either for your kid, for your pet, or for yourself. It's Thursday now, right? Yeah. Okay, so let's say I do nothing about it today. Then you screwed your weekend. Now it's Friday. The only problem is, can you move enough stuff around to clear some time to go to the <laughs> today? <laughs> Jerry, I'll take a look. I mean, I don't know when you expect me to bring the dog. Let's, when you call, just say you're available between noon and 7. <laughs> and then tomorrow all day. <laughs> Anytime after 11 tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it could be no problem. I could definitely get the dog in. That is too funny. Yeah, all right, so I, I will have to call. Uh, the other thing, Jerry, I, wanna, I, I wrote down a couple of uh, items, and I want to see whether you do this sort of maintenance on a regular schedule. Okay. So I'll start with a quick one first. Oil. Do you always change your car oil? Yeah, I mean, if it's not, it's not. Uh, listen, I don't do every... 3,000 miles right. like the sheep out there do, but every 5,000. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I I feel like I'm about 2,000 over right now. You're fine. But I'm fine, right? As long as you have oil in the car, you're fine. 5,000. And the way these engines are built, you can even take a look at your oil at 5,000 miles. It's not filthy like it used to be. Right. It used to be black. Yeah. I would still change it for sure. And I don't go usually longer than that. Um, I want to do synthetic. I'll do 7,000 miles. But yeah, I'm on a, I would say 
fairly regular, yeah. But if if uh, does oil matter for highway? Like we do a lot of highway miles, right? So should we be changing our oil less? Well, you're it's more highway miles. So I mean, they would tell you you're still coming in every three thousand miles, and they would tell you if you're driving less, come in seasonally. So you come in every three months, even if it's not three thousand miles, right? So, I, so you're I, saying 3,000 miles or three months. That's usually the rule of thumb. To me, I go to 5,000. Yeah. Or, again, 7,500 if it's synthetic oil. Again, Jerry, I would get it done when? I don't know how you're going to find a half hour. When would I get it done, Plus Jerry? Plus the 10 minutes to drive there. The 10, that's like a 50, that's 50 minutes out of your very busy schedule. Here's another one. This has come up on my coffee machine. Descale. Yeah, well, I've never descaled the, the Keurig. Me neither. It's a waste of time. Give me a break. But here's what's weird. You know, I've been cl- complaining about coffee. You know, I'm obsessed now with, I'm, like, I'm aware. finding a proper coffee machine that'll blast out the... Re- yesterday, I'll tell you this, Jerry. You talk about not having anything to do during the day. Oh, God. Can I tell you that yesterday, you know, my complaint is that my coffee's not hot enough. Do you know yesterday I ran a... a oh, stop it. Stop. Stop, 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 stop it. I know what you're going to say. Stop it. <laughs> with a thermometer, Jerry? Oh do you know I tested the water? And it was only got up to 160. Supposed to do almost 200 degrees. Wow. (laughs) You really have a lot of time on your hands. Holy crap. Yeah. So we got a problem. And then this morning I wrote wrote an email to to the coffee company. (laughs) You were too much. Oh, but I was about the scaling. I I Googled and it said that if your machine needs descaling, that it could affect the temperature of the coffee. How about that? I have not noticed that as an issue in yeah. ours. So, and I've also it also hasn't come up to descale. Last one we had came up to descale. I told my would you buy another one. <laughs> <laughs> it was time to because the the product got better, right? And we had had it for a while. I'm like, you know what? Let's just upgrade, which we did. Right. Let me let me let me upgrade. Descale this. Come on, stop it. Plus, I'm using filtered water. Uh, yes, exactly. I feel like that's just on a timer. Like it knows it probably is. how many yeah. or how many days it's been since it was last descaled. Yeah, probably. It's by a computer. To descale it, you've got to put vinegar in it. It's uh, Please. I don't want to drink vinegar coffee. No, no. You, you're fine. I'm fine, right? Yes. All right, here's another one, Jerry. Do you do laundry in your house or does your wife do that? I, You know, it's funny. I used to. I don't anymore. We bought a new washer and dryer about a year or two ago. And I used to be the type, I would cook dinner when needed. I, I really am very self-sufficient. I would wash clothes when needed. Like, I don't care. I'll vacuum. I'll do whatever. We got this new washer dryer, and my wife really, like, she picked it out. She loved it. And she was so excited to use it. Like, I never, never really touched it. It was like, whatever. I don't even know how to use it, <laughs> to be is quite that honest. Right? Yeah, so uh, this is one thing. Dishwasher, no problem. I can do anything around the house. That's the one thing I've kind of been hands off because there's really never been a need to do it. Okay. But had I in the past all the time. Were you a clean out the lint thing oh, yeah. before each drying? You uh, have to. You, you have to watch to, right? for fires. Oh, right. You have to. Plus, there'd be some times where like my clothes wouldn't be fully dry. I'm like, what's going on? It's clogged. It's clogged. Yeah. Yeah, that can certainly be the case. Yeah, you got to be careful with that. Be very careful, and people don't take that stuff seriously. And then, do you get that cleaned out? You know how they go, where they bring the guy to your house. It could be a woman, Jerry. This is twenty twenty one. Where they come and clean out your the pipes, the lint pipes. Uh -uh. I make sure I clear it out outside. Yeah, you see the release. I clean that out. You do, but it's it's pretty clear. It's on the edge that I make sure it's all. But no, I've never had a guy come out to do that in all the years I've had a house. Never, really, no. No. Nope. You could probably just snake something through there yourself. Probably. Never done that, though. Hmm. What else? Uh, Those are all the things that I wrote down for that. But uh, then I was talking about uh, Gio today. We were talking about his, uh, he hasn't gotten to the bathroom in a number of days. And people have brought up enemas as a thing. Yeah, sure. That's horrible. When I used to work in drug fair. You used to put pictures of people that came in for the enema? (laughs) No, but the enema aisle. The the aisle that the enema was in was like the female, uh, nap, uh, what do you call them, napkins? Douches. Female napkins, douches, tampons, tampons. Yeah. maxi they were, pads. They were all in one aisle. Adult diapers, everything. And the enemas were in that aisle also. Did you ever give yourself an enema? I did not. But I used to look at, me and my friend Paul would find comedy and hilarity in on the the. Enema box, there was a 
a like a cartoon drawing of how to do it. Yeah, yeah. And it was a person. It was it was a woman on the box. Did you? What did you do? Draw a mustache on her face? No, no, no. I'm just saying it would just look weird. Like she would be on all fours, and then butt in the air. And you didn't go and pleasure yourself. No, no, no. No, (laughs) I'm saying I would just laugh at the. The illustration. And the illustration is just the thought of having to do that. Because a lot of times they tell you before you go get a colonoscopy that if you don't feel like you're cleaned out to give yourself an enema in the morning. Oh, good Lord. That's never happened. I know you had that issue once. You got yelled at by your doctor. I got yelled at by my doctor, yeah. Meantime, you did everything he said for you to do. I took all that terrible medication and he said I didn't clean myself out. That's what you should do. You can go buy that over the counter. That'll clean you out. soda. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. He's home. Or citric magnesium, I think. And if he did it now, I think he'd be good by tomorrow morning. I thought about doing that just to reset my body. Once every six months, I agree with you. Right? Because it it cleans you. Like, it's almost like a start over. Yes, but you're not supposed to be, like, you really do have to fast, though, in order to do it properly. Because otherwise, that stuff's going through your system too quickly, the food. Is that true? I think so. Because I remember, I haven't had a colonoscopy in probably six or seven years now. I probably should get another one um, soon. I know they say 50, but I should probably have another one. Um, The last time I did it, I don't remember changing my habits at all. Just I remember starting to drink that stuff at like 3 o'clock. Yeah. And knowing you're not going anywhere. Right. And be home. And hopefully by midnight you're clean. (laughs) Yes. You know? And the, the the weird thing about that is the way your stomach feels like a science experiment. Yeah. It's like, a lot going on in there. What the hell is going on in there? And you're drinking so much of that liquid. Yeah, that it's tastes, too much. And it tastes so bad. Yeah, I, the taste has gotten a little bit better. It ain't good, though. It's yeah, it just ain't not. good. You know what I didn't realize? So I, t- I know you like to talk about a sign of age. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I was going to the bathroom for the 17th time because I had a couple of cups of coffee, which was a little much. And I Ping. passed... Yeah, and I passed you in the hallway, and I said, oh, what do you got? And you said, a, a Fiber One cookie. I was eating a snack, yeah. I said, oh, my God, the two of us are so old. I uh, can't get out of the bathroom, and you're sitting there with the Fiber One cookies. It's delicious. No, Metamucil cookie. Metamucil cookie, right. which is even worse, because Fiber One makes snacks. So, uh, yes. So I take Metamucil, and I have for years now. I don't drink the Metamucil shake like you. I take the capsules. Okay. I take five capsules every morning. Pretty good success. I didn't realize until about a week ago because I went to the doctor and he wanted to know everything I took. And so I took a picture of the back of everything in terms of suggested use. And I didn't realize the saw palmetto I was supposed to be taking three times a day. I was only taking it morning and night. I was supposed to take it three times a day. So I took a picture of the Metamucil capsules. I'm supposed to take 15 of those a day. 15 pills a day? It said for optimum or optimal health. Five capsules, three times a day. Are you out of your mind? That's insane. That seems like a lot to me. That does it. Because the five to me is good. Right. Plus, that's a lot of uh, pill bottles you'd be going through, right? Uh, it's And it's expensive right. as hell. Yes. I was like, whoa, that's a bit much. And when I first bought it, and going back two years, I remember I was taking one in the morning. <laughs> and it wasn't. This in- should do the trick. <laughs> and I remember it wasn't working, so I tried two. And then I just, with my eyes, I could see a five. I didn't realize it was five, three times a day, though. And your doctor said, to, I don't ever feel like those capsules do as well as the drink. I, I honestly, I had, bet it does. I've had, this is like old man talk. Jesus Christ. Well, I've had no issues with it. I really what, haven't. What the five you, works. What did your doctor say about saw palmetto said, or urination? Um, he asked what supplements I took, and I told him, and he wrote them all down, and then he went through them one by one, and he basically said the saw palmetto, he goes, if you're having success... Stay on it. He goes, 50% of adult men see great results with it. He goes, 50% nothing, really, or lim- or very minimal results. Might have been really good so far. So, And then, you know, he was talking about D3. He thought that was great. He goes, because not enough people take that. And, you know, so we went through every supplement that I take, the turmeric that I take, the Metamucil that I take, you know, all this stuff. Nice. Yeah. B12. Right. It's a lot of capsules. It's a lot of capsules. Eddie Scazzeri takes a lot of capsules of vitamins and things in the morning he also takes drugs though too and drugs right i don't take one drug hardcore drugs he takes heroin cocaine (laughs) i thought he smoked weed smokes weed (laughs) (laughs) along with his diabetes medicine as well and that yes that's not good oh and finally jerry uh pete davidson do you know who that is yeah 
Pete Saturday Davidson, Night Saturday Night Live. He's yeah. the guy who's starting to have his tattoos removed. <clears throat> yes. He uh, evidently is dating Kim Kardashian. Yeah, he's saw the picture of them on the roller coaster. And twice has had her come out to Staten Island. Great. Good that's, for him. That's a power move by him. I would say so. Well, what else is she doing? Uh, but she's uh, an L.A. person. Like, right. She's going to Staten Island. What's they wrong went with out- Staten Island? <clears throat> she's in New York. They went out to, uh, to uh, what's the name of the place? Campania Restaurant, one of Pete's favorites. They have pizza and pasta there. Is that Imagine what you'll be doing Friday night? <laughs> what would it take that... to get you to go to Staten Island on a Friday oh. night for pizza and pasta? Imagine Staten Island seeing Kim Kardashian. Yeah. I told you. I saw Kourtney Kardashian on Greenwich Street down really? here. About, I told you this like five, six years ago. Did she have a glow and about her? What she had around her was about 100 paparazzi, oh. which is why I'm not one. I really, I'm not starstruck. I don't care. But I parked on that street that day, and I saw the horde of people. Just like walking slowly backwards. I'm like, I had to see. Like, who was so important? And it was Courtney Kardashian, right? Not Chloe, Courtney, the gorgeous one. Courtney. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, this is how they live. Like, my God. Have you ever seen the celebrity on the street that oozed star quality? Um, No, I think the closest thing I could say to that would be the two times I was starstruck. And that was Derek Jeter the first time I was in the Yankee locker room and the first time I was within five feet of Tiger Woods. There How did was, you get five feet within Tiger Woods? I went to a practice round U.S. Open at, um, not Wingfoot, at Bethpage. Got there at, on the Monday or the Tuesday, I forget which day it was, but we got there at 6.30 in the morning. And his group, he was the first one. He was probably out there at 6.15. And I knew a friend of mine who was there who texted me Tigers on the 11th. If you're interested, we're here already. So I, I, you know, as everyone's going to one, I found my way to 11 and I was able uh, for like three holes. The crowd didn't know where he was and we were able to walk with him stride by stride, stride for stride. Those two, they had such a presence about them that you can't create. You either have it or you don't. And there was such a star presence to those two. So I don't know if that really answers your that question. That does answer but my question. Yeah. The only two times in this entire run at this radio station I've had where I've been starstruck, that's it. Yeah. I couldn't even get a question out to Jeter. It was just like, wow. That's Derek Jeter. Because it was early. I started here in 1997. They won in 96. So I was relatively new here. And I filled in for Susan, I believe. She was out. And they sent me just to get tape, and it was sometime in ninth, the summer of 98, I believe. So I was really young in the business, young here, and I remember like, holy Christ, I am going into the Yankee locker room right now. Like, this is awesome. It was my first one. It was my first time being in a professional locker room, and then there he was. I was like, wow, and no one else. No one else but phased me. I was like, holy Christ, wow. That was cool. That's Jeet. Yeah, that was cool. And then Tiger was 2001, I think it was. I think it was 2001, maybe 2000, I forget. An aura, Jerry. They had an aura about them. They do. Like, Craig, to me, has that. Not not a Tiger Woods aura, but, like, a presence when he walks around for whatever reason. I don't know why. Boomer's got that. You know, certain guys have just, it's interesting how it's either created or perceived. Right. You know, Eddie Scazzeri has that. No doubt. You know? So. I saw Heidi Klum on the street once, and she had an oozing aura. I'm sure. And I was not expecting, I'm not impressed by Heidi Klum. But when I saw her, she just had this like, oh, <laughs> I'm sure she did. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. I could see that, you know. It's I wild. passed by Jimmy Fallon on the street. No aura. Really? Yeah. He had no aura. See, I would think, well, he seems like such a goofy, fun guy. Maybe that's why. Right. He seems like just like, you know, he's the life of the party and let's, you know, have a drink. You know, David Letterman, I would think, would have that. Aura. I would think so. But never saw him in person. I don't know. Right. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. That had, that oozes aura. <laughs> the warm-up show? You know who's got aura? Mike White, Jerry. And when we come back here tomorrow morning. Right, real quick. Jets win or lose? Lose. Mike White, play good or bad? Good, but okay. not great. Uh, fair enough. Good, not great. Fair enough. Enough that we go, we need to see more of Mike White. Run-of-the-mill NFL start tonight. Yeah. 20 for 34. 215 yards, a, a touchdown, touchdown, an interception. Exactly. A touchdown, a pick. They hang in there. They don't win. All right. We'll see. All right. We'll see you tomorrow morning. So.
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Fan is your station. We want to hear from you. Call The Fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Wake up! Yeah, that's right. Wake up, wake up, wake up. What do you say? It's Thursday morning, and that means we've got NFL football. Week 9 in the National Football League. Tonight with the Jets and the Colts. Hello, the Eddie Scazzeri. You are imagining a hell of a lot this week. And across from me, to my left... His name is Al Miles Dukes. What's up, dude? Good morning, Jerry. That was Sal screaming at somebody. Wake up! Wake oh, up! He had quite the 3 o'clock hour. Oh, is that right? I've got a whole bunch for you. Uh, that's funny because I had him on uh, probably from uh, t- uh, two f- t- 2.50 until a little after 3 when I left. Right, sure. And I, and I almost called in to fight with him. Okay. I was against one of his topics. Probably Aaron Rodgers. The Aaron Rodgers yeah, thing. Yeah, sure. And the thing I was against was uh, with the Aaron Rodgers and the COVID and Aaron, Aaron Rodgers has COVID, right? He does. Correct. That's the positive. Yes. Aaron Rodgers has COVID. He correct. did not get vaccinated. He did not. He claims to have gotten immunized, immunized by some sort of homeopathic thing, which we don't know. The, I would love to know the details of this. Right. Like sure. what, what is, what did he, what did he do? What did he, well, whatever what is, he did, the NFL didn't accept it. Right, the NFL didn't accept it because the NFL is only accepting the vaccine. That's that's your only thing. We can't start accepting like I'm going to eat lamb meat three times a day and it's going to protect me from COVID. Right, he tried a holistic approach according to reports that he thought was going to keep him immunized, immunized. from it. Right, but and unfortunately we don't know what that is. I, and I, I we don't. I think he owes us that explanation, Jerry, just for our own enjoyment. I, I agree love, with you. I love to know what he was doing, but Sal's point. What he was screaming about was that Aaron Rodgers didn't lie. Right. But he did lie. He misled us for sure. What he 100%. was specifically asked, are you vaccinated? He said, yes, I'm, I'm immunized. immunized. So right. he said yes to the question. Yeah, he did. Thus, he lied to us. Right. You know who really, I think, lied and misled us were the Packers. What did they do? Apparently, according to the one story that's out there, he told them. Like, they knew he wasn't vaccinated. Right. I guess they listened to what he did. They respected it, and he had to abide by unvaccinated rules. But he didn't because he's on the sidelines, not in a mask. Right. He's in an auditorium with reporters, not in a mask. Yes. Now, if you want to tell me he's in the mask around the team inside, that's good. All right, so he did a few things, but he didn't know them all. Right. So I would think a big fine is coming his way. I say throw him out of football, Jerry. Well, I don't know that you're going to throw him out of football. Well, you're a but- Cowboy fan. Let's get him out. Of the NFC. I'll tell you what it does. It gives Jordan Love a monster opportunity now. That's what it does. And it gives the Packers a good look because I don't know if he'll be back. This week is out. And I don't know about next week because if he's not with the team at all, doing nothing until I think next Friday at the earliest. And if Jordan Love plays well this weekend, you just trot him right back out there. I don't know. It's an interesting question. They will trot Aaron Rodgers right back out there. They probably will. He ain't Zach Wilson. If Jordan Love goes out and throws for 405 yards, four touchdowns, no picks, they beat the Chiefs by 28 points, you're going to rush him back out there? Or are you going to say, you know what? You've been around for a week and a half. Sit this one out. I bet they rush him right back. They, which they is might. interesting. They you're might. right. Like, that would be cool to see. Jordan It would be Love interesting. It would be. Mm-hmm. You never thought Tom Brady was going to keep playing, did you? No. I, I'll never forget even going into... After the Patriots, I think it was the Steelers in the playoffs that year when Brady became the starting quarterback after Bledsoe got hurt. If I remember correctly, Bledsoe finished the second half of that playoff game. Uh, It might have been the championship game. And then going into that Super Bowl, I remember being in, I think we were in Tampa, I believe. And a lot of the question was, is Bill Belichick going back to Bledsoe for the Super Bowl? And this kid Brady had a nice run. And that that was a big question going into the Super Bowl. 
and then, as you know, what he decided and where we've gone since. But who knows? Aaron Rodgers ain't 28 anymore. Maybe the maybe this kid plays well, and the Packers are like, you know what? You've been a pain in our ass. See ya. Who knows? I don't know. I'm not saying they'll do that. I'm just saying you don't know. He has kind of been a douche this past season. He's had an odd, odd year. Yeah, he has. Right? He's been douchey. Yeah. Plus that uh, his weird haircut that he had for his John Wick costume didn't help. No, he looked weird. Yeah. I mean, he didn't look weird. He looked different. He looked different. He now, just... does he go out McAfee today? He, he should. If he's got, if that's a paid spot, he better go well, he on was, there. He already did his weekly spot. Oh, he did. He did. He goes on on Monday or Tuesday. I forget. So I played. I actually had some clips the other day. I didn't play them because I never got to him talking about Bitcoin and all that crap. So he did it already for this week. That said, they're very tight. So if you're McAfee, don't you call him and say, hey, don't you come on today? Yes. I, I would. would call him, Jerry. And you, when he goes on, he's on for 45 minutes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, they're t- like you can tell. Where is this McAfee show? Is it a, a podcast on YouTube? I see videos. I honestly have no idea. The only I time no I know idea. of it is when I go for the, I search the Aaron Rodgers yeah. interview. Because he's, you know, he's comfortable with A.J. Hawk there. He's comfortable with McAfee. So it's like a, it's really like three guys just, you know, shooting the breeze. Right. Hmm. Interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. But so, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna call in and fight with Sal, see if he would yell at me. But Sal wasn't yelling at that. Sal was yelling at the no, he, he, the difference. No, no, I'm talking about what I grabbed. Oh, okay. He was yelling at a caller that thought Rogers was being treated differently than Kyrie Irving, which I don't think is the case at all. I think Aaron Rodgers got murdered the last 24 hours. As soon as this came out, right, plus then, there's different rules in different places. Was, it's not a different rule, Kyrie versus Aaron Rodgers. It's Brooklyn, Green Bay, and that was exactly his point. So yeah, it was um, it was good. I think at the I'll play you one where Lee, this guy Lee is the caller from Brooklyn. He's making this bad argument, and Sal just like loses it. What is your point? You're talking about the way that yeah, they're treating it. Kyrie, so why is so why would they do such a deep investigation for Kyrie Irving? But this guy Aaron Rodgers gets to come on the field and play different nine rules, games. Lee. The sport is outdoors. Jesus, I can't take it. <laughs> so things went well no, no, in the overnight? No, th- that 3 o'clock hour was not. And then the, the very next caller, and I got to go find Flegelman before he leaves. The very next caller said something to him that got dumped. And then Sal just. Oh, I, we need to know what that is, I need is, to Jerry. find out what it is. You got to go back to the logger and grab that. Uh, well, it's not on the logger, though. That's where I got everything. The what logger has the, has the air product. Oh, there should be a... a a pre-delay logger. Is there? I'm yeah. not even aware of that. Oh, yes. I don't Jerry. know where to get that. Yeah, me neither. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and I also see that uh, this quarterback, who's it, Jordan uh, Jordan Love? He's the only quarterback that's eligible to play this week. Because that's the, a problem. Because the backup quarterback, Kurt Benkert, i never heard of you, he <laughs> uh, also tested positive. Damn, he was going to be in my uh, 90s rocker versus 90s football player. <laughs> Kurt Bankert. Aaron Rodgers probably breathed on him in one of the quarterback meetings without a mask on. It's unbelievable. Really? So now he's got, but I did see that Blake Bortles is uh, on Woo-hoo. his way to Green Bay. Great. Whatever. So, I guess no one wants Phillip Rivers, huh? <laughs> lest you think the Green Bay Packers aren't going to be fine, Blake Bortles is on his way, Jerry. Yeah, I think they better hope Jordan Love plays well. I hope so. That's I, what they better hope. I have an answer to the what got dumped. Yeah. Oh. And it, in my opinion, didn't need to get dumped, so I'll say it. Uh, the caller asked at the end of his discussion, uh, asked Sal, how big do you think uh, Aaron Rodgers' pee-pee is? It's <laughs> a great question. We all do need to know that. <laughs> so stupid. Did Sal answer him? No. What I don't think thought? so. Oh. No, no that, was, that was Joe in Somerset. I thought we took all questions here. Uh, yeah, he didn't. <laughs> I would have answered. He had enough at that point. I would have said probably average. Most people are average. I would think most, Thus, that's the definition of average. Exactly. So why would true. Aaron Rodgers be any more special in that department <laughs> than the rest of us? Uh, because he's six foot six. That's true. He that's is a not large average. Fella. Right. I do think at some point we will get to know what Aaron Rodgers took as his homeopathic. Oh, absolutely. I'm probably sure. some type of tea, right, Jerry? I don't Immunization know. teas. I I don't know. It could be a whole thing of vitamins. Vitamins, yeah. You know, I who knows? Maybe. Oh, you no! Know it would be cool if he took that ivermectin, mm, the stuff that everyone the, yeah, calls yeah, yeah. horse dewormer, even though it is for humans for other reasons. I saw Doctor Oz on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, he didn't talk about that. He talked about another drug that yeah. they believe limits the effect. Big is that time. right? Yes. I bet you, Iron Rogers took ivermectin. 
I don't I don't know that he took ivermectin in a tea whole, form, Jerry. If it's holistic. Whole, oh, right. That's Maybe he smoked whole, No, you're right. It's not holistic. That's an actual pill. Right. That's a drug. That's a drug. You're maybe right. He, holistic. Maybe, he took maybe, a tea. He see. made some sort of powders. He mixed that in with his tea. Then he had like a vegetable shake. Something stupid with protein powder. It could be. You never know. Hmm. Protein powder. Come on now. <laughs> By the way, the Chiefs are now uh, went from one point favorites to eight point favorites yeah. now with no Aaron Rodgers, which makes total sense because you don't know what Jordan Love is going to be. We don't even know what the Chiefs are anymore. So well, who knows what's going on in that game? That is very true. That's Jerry, a very that's good a, point. That's a rematch of Super Bowl one. Oh, shut up with that rematch. That's it's not cool. a rematch. They're all dead. It's cool. not a rematch. You think everyone's dead no, from Super I Bowl No, I don't, but I'm saying if you're going all the way back into the 1960s, it's yeah. not a rematch. Oh, not a different team. you got to at least have some of the players still evolve, right. don't you? You want to tell me a rematch from last season? Got it. No I think, problem. I think the Chiefs still have Len Dawson as a backup quarterback. <laughs> well, he, well, the Packers could use him. <laughs> the Packers might draft uh, Len a Dawson. rematch from 1967. Yeah. Come on now. 66, I believe, was Super Bowl one. Is that right, uh, Eddie? Yeah, because Jets were 69. Six- well, wasn't it? Weren't the Jets January sixty nine? January sixty eight season, yes. right? So Super Bowl one would have been sixty seven. January sixty seven. Mm. No, sixty seven. Or would that have been no, late right. December sixty no, six? Right. No, it was January. You're right. You're right. There you My go. bad. My bad. Your mistake. You apologize. My mistake. I apologize, yeah. Jerry. I hear you. I think we'll get more news on this today, Jerry. We're going to cover this like it's... Uh, well, they're going to have to. Now, I do gonna be believe Lafleur talked to the media yesterday. Who's this, Jerry Lafleur? Uh, the the, the Frenchman? Coach. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm not sure of that because I haven't gotten to that this morning Which just yet. Lafleur? I had to take care of the Nets, Sal, some Knicks. I'll get to the Packers when I get to the Packers. He said that uh, Packers have followed all COVID protocols. Yeah, well, except that they haven't yeah. because he's on a sideline with no mask on. Yep. And he's doing interviews with no mask on indoors. Maybe he had one of those masks on that is a Invisible? mask. No, it's like it's a mask of his mouth. Except his mouth wasn't moving. Yeah, except, yeah. Well, it was moving, actually. His mouth was moving, Jerry, which really threw the whole thing off. By the way, that would be awesome if they came out with that and said, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. He wore a see-through mask. He wore a clear <laughs> mask. He's fine. <laughs> you just didn't notice. Is it weird like that I was so excited when this news broke in the afternoon? and I was No, like, because I actually <laughs> thought of you when the news broke because you couldn't stand him all season long. Yeah, he annoyed me. And then I was like, oh, this is going to be so great. Craig will blow this way out of proportion when he comes on. Which he didn't blow out of proportion because it's, it's such great stuff. Yeah. So that was fun listening to him yelling at Aaron Rodgers. It would so be fun if he like, actually yelled at Aaron Rodgers. I, Aaron I, Rodgers called in. I had something to do all afternoon yesterday. You do the same thing every day. Oh, right. You listen to the same program, Mm -hmm. and you sit in your condo and stare at women on the beach. Although they're not there now. I don't know what you're doing. What are you looking at? Just the ocean, Jerry, contemplating life (laughs) and Aaron Rodgers and COVID. Contemplating life. It is weird. I did tweet this out yesterday, and people were yelling at me. I, I didn't do it to get yelled at. I'm just saying, like, now, including Gio, who revealed yesterday he has COVID, Mm -hmm. I know more people now that have COVID after getting vaccinated. Sure. <clears throat> then I knew before vaccines, I didn't know a single person that, that got COVID. Yeah. Oh, see, I had a lot of people around me that got it. And then people were like, you idiot. This is on Twitter. Yeah, sure. You idiot. We were on lockdown. That's why you didn't know anybody. But every day no, on the news, I was seeing, hearing people dying of COVID. So no, but that's the, that's the difference right there. What's that? You don't hear about mass amounts of people dying or mass amounts of hospitalizations anymore. Now, Getting it, yes, and I will tell you, there's not a single person that I see under the age of 65, honestly, yeah. that wears a mask anymore. So the notion that you're going to get it, yeah, I, I that doesn't shock me at all. I had a friend of mine, uh, a very good friend of mine, that got it a couple of weeks ago. He's been vaccinated, hasn't put a mask on since he's been vac- vaccinated, and he did fine. He felt like he had a little bit of a cold for one day and then was yeah. like totally good. That's the difference. That's the difference. So it's, you know, if you look at the hospitalization numbers, they're way down. And I'm sure the anti-vaxxers will yell at us, and I'm sure the vaxxers will yell at us, and whatever. They'll all yell <laughs> at us, Live your life Jerry. and leave us alone, right. Jerry, did you see we do have a governor now decided in New Jersey? It's not quite, well, I mean, mean, it's not official yet. I thought it was official. I don't think it's official. I think it's official now. I think they're still counting votes. I, I, know, know. He's, I know I know. Phil Murphy's up by like 15,000 votes, but I don't no, think. No, I saw him accepting. I know he accepted. Chitterelli has not. Oh, said is that congratulations right? yet? No, because there's still votes to be counted. Really? Yeah. Doesn't mean he's not going to win. Right. He probably has and will. Regardless of who wins, he hasn't conceded yet. Anytime it's a close race like that, like fifty-fifty, and you, 
that means half the like you're going to become the governor or half state the governor. You. Yeah, half yeah. the people are not interested in you. Sounds about right. Yeah, politics stinks. Politics are the worst. Which is why I said yesterday, like, why does Bobby Valentine want to be in? Right. It? And even he said he's finding out that some people voted twice. He's not happy up in Connecticut. Oh, is that right? Right. Why would Bobby Valentine? It's like you need that. Go work at your restaurant. Stay at Sacred Heart. Go manage your college baseball team. Right. Why do wouldn't I get you want to do that? With this? I, Although I want to become mayor of Bradley Beach at no, some right. point. Well, then you just answered your own question. Although so you are I, into politics. I hear these the, these mayors don't pay anything. I'm going to be mayor of a town and you're not going to pay me? Well, I don't, what, like a minimal salary? I think a very minimal salary. Well, you can raise money for your campaign and then withdraw and you got all the money. I'll have the, popper, <laughs> the Bradley Beach paparazzi out there every day looking for me, Jerry. Who's that? Mandy? <laughs> the Bradley Beach paparazzi. The Bradley Beach patch. <laughs> a paparazzi of one. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Anyway, all right, let's take a quick all break. Right. When we come back, we highlight the year 1988. Oh. That's exactly right, because today is Thursday, and that means we are going to play, is it an 80s rocker or an 80s today ML beer. And also don't forget to wake up because the warm-up show continues next with Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! I think Sal would say, Wake up! Wake me up before you go go for us. <laughs> I think he would. Yes, I do. Absolutely. I love Sal. He had a tough, tough morning for sure this morning, so he's yelling at people. Wake up! <laughs> also, at one point, which we'll get to, he also said it's not for the calls. No more. No more. No more is what he said, and then he went back to the calls. But still. The overnight. Wake up! The overnight more than any other day part has callers that will tell you their age as soon as they call in. Oh, for sure. Why? We do- Hi, I'm 52. Who cares? No one cares. I've no been a fan cares. since 1968. It's not even the same sport anymore. Well, I hope you've been a fan since 1988. That's what I hope. 1988, 1988. Jerry? You know why? Why is that? Because it's time now oh, for hold a on. week. I think oh. I have a song oh, for this. Oh, we got a song? Hold we on. got production? No, remember I have a song for this? Then why hold are you on. not paying attention? Yeah. Wake up! Wake up! <laughs> All right, I play this song, Jerry, for All the right, 80s. cool. I like it. Here we go. Anytime. Sounds like an 80s song. Yeah. So time now. We do this every Thursday morning between uh, 5.20 and 5.30 or so. We call it 80s Rocker or an 80s ML Beer. Is this Genesis? This is Jerry Abacab. Abacab. There you go. I can tell you this. The year 1988. All right, Jerry. So I was uh, a year out of high school already. I don't know if I was still collecting baseball cards. I could have been. Well, we'll find out soon enough. Now, I can tell you this. Genesis, not involved. Okay. Not involved. I know all those dudes. I'm sure you probably do. And I've kind of had to have dug a little deep today. Is that right? I feel like you made a mockery of this game last week. By dominating as yeah, much as I did. Yeah, you were 7 of 8, and even the 8th one you missed, you sort of knew, but you right. just kind of made, eh, so we're going to try okay. and get you here. My goal is to for you to miss 4 out of 8, all and right. then I'll feel like Let's I won. This. All right, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready, Jerry. The year 1988. All right. Was Cal Daniels a rocker Ooh. or an MLBer? Cal Daniels was an MLBer. For who? Cal Daniels was on the Royals. Cal Daniels. You always love to go to the Royals. Yeah. He was on the Reds. Okay. And led them an on-base oh. percentage just south of 400. Had an on-base percentage of 397 right. in the top 10 in that category. Are you ready for number two? Number so two, far, Jerry. you're one for one, one for one, one but for one. But I didn't one. know the team, which isn't good. I know. At some point, I got to, like, dock you points yeah, for that. definitely. I Person agree. number two of interest, Tom Brunanski. Tom Brunanski is definitely a baseball player. Who? For who? I love how you're so definitive, and you don't know who they played for. White Sox. No. 
He played for the Twins, led them in walks with 86. All right, 86 walks. It's almost as if I feel like giving you a half point for the first two. Yeah, you're right. No, I don't deserve a full point if I don't know the team. Even still, you did pick the right uh, genre. I either have to know the team or the position. I would agree with that. Definitively. That's fair. not a guess. That's fair. I agree with that. All right, person of interest number three. Yes. Rick Nielsen. Oh, he is a rocker in Cheap Trick. Guitarist, Rick Who Nielsen. Who Cheap Trick? They did The Flame. What else did oh, they, they do? they had a ton of hits, Jerry. Surrender. Oh. Mama's all right. Daddy's all right. Yeah, they all right, just all seem right, a yeah. little weird. Yeah, fine. Like the Budokan. Now, this is, this is disappointing. Right. <sighs> At least I knew who he was a rocker for. Person number four. I'm going to lose an interest in yeah. this game. Dennis Dyken. Or Dickin. I'm not sure. Dickin. Dennis Dickin. Or Dyken. Are you spelling that with a Y then? D Y or D I K E R? Diker? Dyken. Dyken. Or Dickin. I'm going to say that is a. I'm going to say rocker, but I have no idea who they uh, were. You don't rocking. get credit then. I don't know who the idea, who they were rocking. He was for. the drummer for the Smithereens. I told you I went oh, deep. Oh, and I know of course, the you, of, course, of course, I know. I right. think his last name's Dixon, by the way. Whatever. You say Dixon, I say Dickin. <laughs> no, I think it was D I X O N, though, right? No, I copied and pasted D I K E N right off of Wikipedia because that's always right. <laughs> they nailed it. All right, damn. All right, person of interest I number. I should have known that one. Where are we at? We're at number five. All right, Adam Clayton. Oh, he's uh, the basis oh, for you oh, too. Oh, 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 did you know that, Eddie? No, me neither. No, I... no, he's very well known, Adam Clayton. No, he's not. He's Adam. The, the Clayton family knows him, and you two nutsos know yeah, him. Yeah, the, the, the you two lunatics definitely know. This him. is not going well. I got to be honest. All right, here we go. We're almost done, thank God. All right, hey, go hey, ahead, Jerry. You're just John Lodge. John Lodge. He sounds like an 80s baseball player. Thank God. You finally got one ah. wrong. The Moody Blues. Ah. Vocalist. Damn. So finally we get one oh, wrong. Oh, my man. Lord. Oh, my God. I only got two more for All you. All right, two, two more, more, Jerry. Two more, two more, two more rockers more. or 80s base, 88 baseball player. Dick Schofield. He's a baseball player. For who? The Royals. Again with the Royals. <laughs> I got to hit it one of I'm these never times, using Jerry. the Royals again, I'll tell you that. No. He uh, led the Angels. He was hit by nine pitches. <laughs> nine pitches? That's it? Well, he led the, the team in hit by pitches in a season in 1988. All he right. hit nine times. You want to get nine times by a 90-mile-an-hour fastball? I think of Don Baylor when that stat comes up. Because he, like, career-wise, he's been hit with the most pitches. I think Ron Hunt. Big. Wasn't Ron Hunt the leader in hit by pitches? No way, Eddie? Don Baylor. No, he was for a long time. I don't know if Baylor surpassed. Oh, he surpassed. Mm, hold on, hold on. All time leaders, okay. In hit and then we'll by get to pitch. The last one. Don hit Baylor wouldn't move, Jerry. By... He was a big, solid man. He would just he owned the plate. You were not backing. So him did Ron off. Hunt. All right, let's not backing see. him off, Jerry. We're both wrong. Who was it? Yui Jennings. Yui Jennings was hit two hundred eighty-seven times. Craig Biggio oh. was hit 285 times. He was all roided up, though, and didn't feel it. <laughs> Tommy Tucker, 272 times. And Don Baylor came in for Ron Hunt is fifth. Oh, so he hit the four and five. So he hit four hit and five. More than 200 times <laughs> by a fastball? And almost 300 times. Oh, my god! Oh, by the way. All right, person of interest number eight. You missed this on one. Our final question. This is our final one. All right. 1988, Rockers or MLB? Yes. Mike Dunn. Mike Dunn is a baseball player. Come on, man. With who? Mike Dunn. <laughs> That's Mike, a good rock name. That is a good rock name. Mike Dunn. Others. You say the Royals. I'm going to come over That's and slap not you. not the Royals, Jerry. Come on. Don't be sad. <laughs> Mike Dunn was on the Mariners. Mike Dunn was on the Pirates. Ah. He was a pitcher. Oh. He had very little control. He led the team in walks. He gave up. He uh, walked 88 batters in one season he, in 1988. And he beamed Don Baylor 19 <laughs> times. And Ron Hunt out of retirement. And Ron Hunt. He hit Ron Hunt when Ron was just at the game watching. I'll tell you what. I'm going to try this ball. one more time next week. Okay. And if I don't get... Uh, you went seven of eight, although, again, I don't know that I count seven of eight. No, you're you right. really weren't sure. No, I didn't hit any of the baseball players correctly. Not the teams. Not I don't care teams, about the position. Right. You didn't even know the teams. So. I knew All the right. Rockers, though, most of them. We will see. Maybe i got to dig deep to 1980 next week. All right. I kind of went to 88. Jerry, I've got two stories this morning that involve choking. And I don't mean choking like you, you lost the game you were supposed to win. I mean legitimately stopping someone's breath. Right. Well, One, sorry. of course, 
uh, the New York Post reporting what we all kind of knew that uh, Francisco Lindor. We did not know that he choked Jeff McNeil out. We knew there was some sort of altercation. We knew there was a bit of a scuffle because of the crap they were pulling. I just assumed they were screaming at one another and got into each other's faces. I didn't realize that he had him by the throat up against the wall. <laughs> so this was the story where they uh, there was some sort of scuffle or something going on in the uh, in the hallway behind yeah. the dugout. Then the Mets came out and said that they were debating whether it was a raccoon or a rat. Right, right? that nonsense. But then we find out, okay, so the New York Post article saying definitively that Francisco Lindor was choking Jeff McNeil up against the wall. wall. And then then players had to separate them. And what's interesting about it is the reason why. Why did he choke him out? You didn't read the fifth paragraph? No. According to the story, Lindor was getting more frustrated by the day at McNeil's resistance to the extreme shift that the analytics department was telling them. And so I guess they were jawing back and forth on the on the field because Lindor is basically saying, dude, we're shifting. Right. And McNeil would shift, but not to the extreme that he was supposed to be. And for whatever reason, I don't know if there was a base hit to where he was supposed to be that day, but apparently it came to a head that day and he tried to choke him out. I mean, that is, that's leadership. (laughs) Oh my God. I will choke you if you don't shift. Holy yeah. Now, very yeah, violent that's a, choking, Jerry. That's a crazy one. That's different than punching somebody or yeah. wrestling somebody, putting somebody in a headlock. It's very aggressive. Very aggressive. And that's a guy who who's making him. $300 million, is supposed sue. to be the new leader of the team. That's a bad look. Can Jeff McNeil sue him? I would. I suppose you can. For $300 million. Yeah, I don't. Sue him for his salary. Like, why couldn't you? I don't know. He choked me he out. He assaulted him. Yes. What if no one was there to break it up? Imagine, has a baseball player, Jerry, ever killed another baseball player during a game? Well, I don't know the answer to that. You know the answer to I that. It's never know. happened. I, I would doubt it. You would doubt it. I, be, I believe there's been one player in the history of the game that died from being hit by a pitch in the head. He wasn't I choked think, out. But he was not choked out. By no. his own teammate. No. I've ne- Listen, you've heard of teammate fights in locker rooms. Yes. It's not like this is... Something new. All right, Geno Smith got his jaw broken because uh, he didn't pay a debt to somebody or you something. Had, who was it? Was it who was it? Uh, the Mets uh, team photo in the spring of '86. Strawberry there was a fight and Hernandez. In, uh, in right in Florida, um, like this stuff happens. So it's not to me the fact that two adult men that are with each other every day the way they are that they got tired of one another one day and one snapped. I get it, but to choke a guy. Eesh. That's a bit much. I remember there was a time here where uh, Craig choked out Boomer and I had to break it up. Yeah, I don't know that that was a real choke job, though. Choked him right up. I could be wrong. Because Boomer wanted to so. talk about the Rangers or something, and Craig just... Had had against, enough. Yeah, had had enough. Put him up against the wall. Me and Eddie broke it up. I see. I see. I and then see. the second choking story, Jerry, involves your Dallas Cowboys. There's not great video of this, though. There is not great video, but there is some sort of... I saw some still, vi- some still shots still from picture, the video. Yeah. Still I like pictures. choking the chicken. Yeah, there was that other time when we choked the chicken. Eddie, had, Eddie and I had to break that up. Listen, do each his own. So it was Cowboys-Vikings game. It appears Vikings safety Harrison Smith was choking C.D. Lamb after he tackled him On out the of ground. bounds. yeah. And you could see C.D. Lamb saying that he, he was uh, being choked out. Yeah, the audio is not great. It's hard to hear it. Yeah. Because I went back in because NFL Films, or maybe the Cowboys, one of or in conjunction, they released all the game audio and the highlights. Very cool stuff. And in it, he's telling, I think it's Cedric Wilson he's telling. At one, he speaks so fast, though. You can't even, without the graphic, I couldn't even understand what CD he was Lamb saying. speaks very yeah, fast? Yeah, because of the noise in the stadium. Yeah. And it just it was just too loud. So, I don't know. I'll, maybe I'll try and play it. Maybe I won't. But, yeah. So, and then there, and then you see the still photo with another link. So, the audio is when CeeDee Lamb comes to the sideline? They're sitting there together. I think it's after Cedric Wilson. Was it Wilson that scored the long touchdown in the third quarter? I forget. But the two of them are sitting there after a big play on the on the bench on the sideline, and they were talking about the game or whatever. And CD Lamb basically says that you know bleeper bleeper you know, choked me out on the sideline. <laughs> he was going the for sideline, yeah, on the sideline, on the sideline, yeah. Oh God, gotta be careful. As high. That's that's different than like Boomer always says, like when he would get sacked, someone would try to work the ankle. Right. Well, that's give your, him a nudge. That's your mo. This dude on the Vikings. He was working the uh, the throat. Harrison Smith was trying to get CeeDee Lamb out of the game by choking him out. Like legit wanted to get into yeah. his grill. 
Yeah, not a good look for her. Be interesting if the NFL takes action against yeah, that. I because they'll they get do. the real film. I hope they get the real film, and I hope they take action. And we will see. All right, we're going to take a break. 536. Right out of the league, Jerry. Al, a big winner again. 80s rocker versus 80s MLB. The year was 1988. He went sort of went 7 of 8. I'll give it more of 5.5 out of 8. But still, he wins, he wins, he wins. Quick break. Back on the other side. Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. Look at Al. He's right on it. The Moody Blues, awesome. 543. We've got a lot going on. <laughs> We've got Boomer and Geo at six. We have a Jet game tonight. Oh, yes, Jerry. And Al already dominated the uh, the 1988, so it is what it is. So Jets tonight, Jerry, it's still 10.5 points. The Jets are underdogs, which is very strange. I Just... want to know what BetQL says. For real. Well, why don't you Google it? I, well, I do why have it on my phone. Why don't you it? I want to know if that's a five-star pick. It, it is weird. It's one of those things where I'm not a big gambler, Jerry. I play a little bit on, on NFL games. But yeah. I feel like this is one of those things where the so, a gambler would say, the spread is talking to me. Mm. Like, nobody... The Jets are coming off the high of all highs with Mike White. Jerry, the guy's jersey is now sitting Yeah, what is that all about? I, he didn't throw for 700 yards and nine touchdowns. I'll tell you what it's about, Jerry. Hope. What are we doing? It's for the children, Jerry, to oh, show hope. I'm stop. This is what the NFL Hall of uh, It's Pro Football Hall of Fame, not NFL. But let's be honest. It's the NFL Hall of Fame, Jerry. They said they put the Mike White jersey and football in there. Hope, Jerry, for the children that if given the opportunity, you can be something. And Mike White. Came out of nowhere, Jerry. We didn't even know he existed. Well, that's true. He was given an opportunity, like Jordan Love's going to get this week as yeah. well, and he took advantage of it, Jerry. So that's in the Hall of Fame. I don't know how long they'll keep that in the Hall of Fame. Like in a year, you're going to be like, what is this? Well, if he throws for 112 yards and three picks tonight. <laughs> they'll slowly remove it this evening. Yeah. Get that I, out of there. You know, it's funny. I was, I actually I like the pick of the Jets because of what G said about BetQL last week. And I wanted to pick them, and I didn't for other uh, reasons. I don't like them tonight. I, I really do. I feel like the – I don't know. I feel but like the, the Colts are just a better football team. They're at home, and they blew it last weekend. And I think Frank Reich's a good coach. I think they'll be ready to play tonight. Frank Reich's going to ruin all of our fun here. He might. He might. And he, he might. should have sympathy. He was a backup quarterback. <laughs> yes, he was. Who came out of nowhere that game against the Oilers. <laughs> yes, he did. And score what? What did they put up? 35 points in the second half of that I game? Is that right? The score was like 34-3 or something. Something crazy. I remember that Sunday because uh, it, was, it was some sort of – it was a family get-together at my, my house where I was living with my parents, and my uncle came in. And I go, you got to get down here and watch this game. He goes, it's a blowout. I go, no, no, no. It's tied now. You know what's you funny about that? It. So you, it's amazing how we remember yes. where we were because I was, was in San Francisco. That was before the internet. I was, well, yeah, but I was in San Francisco with family. And the cool thing about that game, that was, a, I think, a 1230 game. I don't even think it was one o'clock. It was a playoff game. I think it started at 1230. And I remember waking up and when we woke up, it was already a blowout. I'm like, all right, well, there's no reason, there's no reason to 1030 to even watch the second half. And then my dad's like, oh, well, before we head out, let's just watch it a little bit. It's early. It was still 11 a.m. or something out there. And sure enough, here they came. Yeah, and I remember was watching it with my cousins out there. Yeah, that Frank Reich. And I guess he did it in Maryland, too, as a backup. Had a big, yeah. Had a big comeback, uh, huge comeback win uh, in college as well. So, yeah, I don't know that the Colts are 10 and a half, but I, I'm not even. 10 and a half's a lot. I'm not even betting this game, Jerry. I want to enjoy this game as a Jet fan that oh, God, you know us. that I am. Oh, stop it. And they're num- my number one fraudulent five team this they're week. They're number one this week? They were number one this week. Yeah, because it's the team I'm most pumped for, most excited about. I forgot to wear my uh, my Jets hat today. I meant right. to wear my Jets hat. Yeah, you wore the Bucks one. I wore my Bucks hat yeah, instead. I could have worn my Cardinals <laughs> hat or my Chargers hat, but I, I chose the Bucks hat today. Uh, I'm going to wear the – if the Jets win tonight, Jerry, I'll wear the Jets What tonight. will happen if the Browns release Odell Beckham Jr. and he ends up on the Bucks? Will that intrigue you? No. I, or will I, that keep them off the list forever? They're going to be off the list. Forever. I've had enough of that guy. It's I enough. Hear I hear you. When it's multiple teams, multiple times, it's your fault. It's enough. Not to mention the fact that his dad's younger than you, and you're annoyed about that too. Odell Beckham's dad? That's right. Yeah, I'm not interested in that, Jerry. I don't want him on any teams. 
Well, no, he'll be on a team. Him. He'll be somewhere. I see that uh, Corey Davis is doubtful for tonight. Maybe the Jets could get him. For tonight, get him here. And, uh, <laughs> Makes a ton of sense. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, he didn't. He wasn't around the other day. I mean, it's he's got a hip injury. Is that right? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. As soon as I saw Jerry, I just got so upset. Is that just a copy and paste headline? Yeah. Oh, God. It's a copy and paste. <laughs> Here's funny, what it man. says. Just, Jets list wide receiver Corey Davis as doubtful for tonight. And I didn't like to see that. Doesn't rule him out. Over under, he's probably not playing. Over under is 46 points, Jerry. Where are you at on that one? Man. Oh, I hate when they put it right there. That is right there. I always go like this, Jerry. This is how I figure it out. Over unders. I go like this. 46 points. Okay. That's 23 points per team. Yeah. See how I did the math there? I just halved it. And I'm I gonna, go, I'll, hmm. I'll tell you what. I'm going to go under. Because I really think that the Colts are going to limit all the underneath stuff tonight, and they're going to make Mike White throw deep on them. Oh, well. Now, that doesn't mean he won't connect and they might won't put, score a lot of points. I think it's going to be more of a grind, though, offensively for the Jets tonight. And I don't think the Colts offensively are that good. So I'm going to take the un- – so you know what? That would tell me the Jets with the 10.5 and, and the under. That's what the spread's saying to you, Jerry? That's what the information is saying to you? Fast forward 24 hours. (laughs) Colts win 45 to 21. So you're taking the Colts and the under. I think I'll take the Colts and the under. Okay. No. Yeah. No, the Jets and the under. The Jets and the under. Yeah. Because you like the Low scoring, which means 10 and a half. It's a lot. I'll take the Jets and the under. Okay. Maybe I'll make that bet. Colts win 17-10. 17-13. Be ugly. Mm. But, yeah, something like that. I hope that the Colts take away the under stuff, Jerry. I want to see Mike White. You want to see him air it out? Oh. Well, that would be the best way for him to have an encore. Yes. Is to not only win again, but now show off the arm and start getting the ball really downfield. And then I'll tell you another thing, too. You come out in that first quarter, hit one or two deep balls. I don't mean for touchdowns, but like 25, 30 yards over the middle down the sideline. All of a sudden, guess what opens up? All that underneath stuff. The under stuff. Now I'm the amount changed my mind. Maybe I'll take the Jets in the over. I don't know. Man, Jerry, you're confusing I me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's why gambling's so difficult. That's why I need the the sports almanac like Biff got. The sports almanac? Yeah. The father's almanac? Jerry, did you also see this? These Indiana Pacers. First of all. What about them? Indiana. I don't pay attention to the Knicks. I watched the Nets last night. Indiana. First of all, we're going there tonight as the Jets. To beat them. Yeah, well, so far, 1-0 Indiana, New York. Indiana beat New York yesterday, and they tweeted out the official Indiana yeah. Pacers account. Bing bong. Yeah. <laughs> Bing, Bing well, bong. Why is that any win. different than what the Raptors did? What did they do? I, I said yesterday, the Raptors put out the video by the Knicks fans where the whole bing bong thing came from, and the Ed Arzuman lookalike. Yeah. Might even be it. I'm not even sure. Where he's shaking the loser thing. Yeah. And the Raptors tweeted that guy doing the loser thing. Oh, is that right? Yes. Is that how we're playing NBA That's Twitter how these now. teams are playing it. Is that right? And not for nothing. The Pacers aren't a bad team, although they're off to not a great start. Let's chill. Yeah, chill. I don't know that we're mocking anybody right, right now. It's your ninth game of the season. You've won three of them. You Relax. think whoever tweets that has to run that by multiple people? Like, can they just, are they just, I don't know. Bing bong, Pacers win, or they have to run I, that up the flag? Bowl? I think that would depend upon the truck. Like, for instance, I would think if you were running the web stuff here. Yeah. Do you think internet. any of these guys are running posts by anybody? I Maybe think they are. I don't know. I think sometimes they run it. If they, if they believe it's controversial in any way, they run but it is by Is that controversial someone. or is that fun? It's a punk move, Jerry. I mean, Mike Breen was trending the other day because he did bing bong, bing in, a, bong. In, a, in a call. So if you're the opposing team, I don't know. Bing I don't, bong. It's not mean. Yeah. It's just, it's it's douchey. It, it is ain't douchey. mean, though. Right. You know? All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, we will have Boom Wolf finish things up. And then Boomer and Geo, 6 o'clock. Right now, however, in Odyssey Sports Minute, her name is Amy Lawrence. And the team she's talking about, the Green Bay Packers. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, welcome back. Jets, Colts tonight, Thursday night football. Knicks lost at Indiana last night. The Nets beating the Hawks last night. Barkley's on it, which looked awesome. What else? Not only does Aaron Rodgers have the COVID, Jerry, uh, uh, Saquon Barkley's got COVID. Yes, although he'll be retested today. So they had 13 tests come back positive from Tuesday but of the 13, only one on the retest was positive, and that was one of their coaches. What the hell kind now, of Saquon, tests are these? I don't know. Now, Saquon Barkley, along with, I forget, there were two others. I forget who they were. Two others tested positive yesterday. They'll have the retest today. I saw Kim Jones tweet, can Saquon catch a break anywhere? 
That's a uh, good point. Apparently, no. I mean, this guy's injured. Yeah. Knees, legs, COVID. And if you think about, you know, what happened last year in Chicago, it is what it is. Getting stepped on when a play is over. It's not even a football play. If I was and as, now COVID. If I was as muscular as a guy like Saquon Barkley is. You'd I walk would, around nude. Definitely. But I also would have no feel. Like, I have a cocky immune system now. I know you do. Well, you're cocky in general. But imagine if I had Saquon Barkley's thighs and muscles and biceps. You'd be be walking around Bradley Beach just punching people. I would walk right into a COVID fog and be like, I'm not getting COVID. Look how in shape I am. You'd be the Francisco Lindor of Bradley Beach just choking people out. Choking people out. I will choke you out. I'm sure you would. Yeah. You'd be writing fake tickets on people's cars. No wonder why, like, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'd be like, I'm healthy. Just give me a homeopathic cough drop. But that's been a lot with, uh, you know... Not to get into it, but there have been numerous people that have been against the vaccine, and then they get the virus and either pass away or get really sick. I know three of them in my life that have been really sick, and like, right? wow, cannot wait until the three months is up to get the vaccine. Were they muscular? No, were in they, no case were they muscular. They weren't Tone muscular. in one case, Toned the other up? two, not at all. Obese. Toned up. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I, dude, I'm obese almost. You're not. I you're am, reading we, that chart wrong. I am not reading you the chart wrong, obese. except that I'm not. We've gone over this. I put my height and weight in. I'm I'm on the borderline of overweight and obese. A listener made a great point to me about that. When you say looking at the BMI that you're technically borderline obese, if if an NFL, if Saquon Barkley puts his height and weight in there, they're going to say he's obese because they don't take into account your big muscular build. Except Jerry. I'm not Saquon Barkley with the big... I watch what I say and he's listening. He is muscular. Right. That's not me. Just, just blah. <laughs> Call the beast. WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.